0: Welcome to The Growing Interviews, a podcast brought to you from growing420.com. In The Growing Interviews, we talk to companies and people from around the world that are involved in the cannabis industry. We hope you enjoy this episode and check out our other podcasts. And of course, come and check out the online community at growing420.com. What is up? Today, we're lucky enough to be joined by Ro from Growers Choice, uh, from Growers Choice Netherlands. And um, yeah, he's a sponsor of the forum. We've um, now done it. Grow out with uh, Growers Choice. They've also sent in um, bucket loads of seeds, which is why most of our growers are growing Growers Choice very happily. So, Roel, do you want to introduce yourself and um, what, what what you do with Growers Choice?
1: Yeah, guys, sure, sure. I mean, um, so, this is Roel from the Netherlands. Um, I'm the main breeder and founder of the company. Um, well, right now we have about 20 people working with us, growing especially, and some people in the office.
0: So, yeah, so what, well, let's start where I think every grower would love to be. What got you into breeding?
1: Oh, what what man. got you into this? Probably the same as every other grower and breeder, man. They just started smoking weed when I was 14. And by the time I was 16, I just smoked too much. It, no, it's too expensive. So you just have to grow your own. And that's what happened in 96. I was 16 years old and I just started growing my own. So my parents are farmers, they have greenhouses. So I just got some seeds and, and started growing in the greenhouse.
0: Fair play. I think that that's just most of what we see on the farm, especially, I mean, price is going back quite a while now. We're nothing like they are now. So even more reason for people to be getting into the hobby. And um, a lot of people do get, We call it pollen, pollen chucking over here because obviously the legality of where we are, plant numbers, mean we can't have the greenhouses and fields that uh, some people do to breed with, so. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, that, that's
1: what, what started me with growing, well, just for your own side.
0: So, yeah, so it's um, obviously led to the start of Grower's Choice. Was there any projects before that or...?
1: No, the Grower's Choice was actually um, in 98. I started living on my own. So I had an apartment with an extra bedroom and one of my neighbours is a famous breeder from Holland. So we got in contact, and he looked at my draw, I looked at his draw, and he said, "Why don't you help me out with building and making all these keys? And that's when it all started.
0: Oh, fair play. Would well, you remember any particular strains that you first started working with? Could you? Was is that something is that not what to say? Yeah, oh.
1: Top Forty Four, K Two, uh, Skunk. All the old ones. They, they, like the first ten my they, they we did one.
0: Mm. So. Was it difficult to get into breeding over, uh, again, I don't have no idea of the legality where you are, to so be able to set up shop and actually, maybe I don't know, licenses work or? No, it's still
1: illegal. And it's, it was illegal then and it's still now. That's so we okay. were just growing in bedrooms and small apartments. So, I, I, so just, that's... I started growing in 98 with his breeder and for about three years, we did his trains. For about three years, I just couldn't produce his trains. And after that... Uh, I did some growing again, and I think in 2003, I started breeding for my own, but I sold all the seeds to other seed companies, so we were just making them for other people.
0: So Obviously, with the legality side of it, I don't want to go too in-depth with it, but um, that obviously, I must make it very difficult. Uh, coming from where we are in the world, I, th- I think we have a different perception of you know certain countries and the legality of it. So, obviously, I know it, 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 there's a lot of breeders where you are in the world
1: yeah 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 but it's still illegal here it's illegal yeah. to grow it's legal to breed everything is still illegal yeah does that yeah. so it's I mean... it's dangerous man you, you just set up shop and end of the day cops get it all the time so you have to set up shop every time over and over again
0: and keeping genetics must be very difficult like that
1: i lost so much we had a raid about three years ago cops raided my house my office the grow rooms everything and they took about 600 different genetics that I collected in the last 20 years. Oh, they took everything. It's still in the, in the police station and we're still fighting in court to get it back. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the only thing that I told them. You know, I, I know you took the plants, I know you took everything. But the genetic collection, you can't destroy this one, mate. I'm, I'm going to court to get them back because that's so important. It's 20 years of work.
0: Yeah. It is. I mean, over here, we're allowed to keep them for souvenir purposes, preserving genetics, whichever label they want to give it. But that's criminal. I mean, I can't imagine the, the, the amount of genetics that you have worked with. And as you say, collected, I know that you've, you've collected from all over the place from a previous conversation. So.
1: Oh, yeah. they swappings with, with all over the world, with people everywhere. We yeah. just swap seeds. And at the end, well, if they catch you with a grow room and with some other stuff, then they, they just take it as evidence. Yeah. And they won't release it.
0: It's mad. I mean, given the amount of very large companies in that area of the world, I mean, there must be, you think there'd be benefits to it, being able to, to, to at least a trade of seeds. I mean, you know, it's, it's madness because a lot of seeds come out of that part of the world. There must be a lot of taxes in it for governments and that. But that's a whole other conversation. Oh,
1: yeah. And in, in the old days, everybody used to work together. Now, all the Dutch breeders, we, man, we saw each other at High Life Cups, at fairs and everything. And we just traded genetics just to make new strains again and again. Now everybody is keeping it closed, even even we do. If we have yeah. new genetics, we don't share it anymore. Yeah. But in the old days, man, it wasn't a problem. If you wanted to clone from somebody, no problem. Here you have it, just come and pick it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. And obviously, that, that would have been beneficial to all involved, but it's just, again, legality, messing the things up for everybody. So it brings on to the next question. Is there a particular strain that has been your favorite to work with? Out of the many, I mean, you've got so many strains yeah. now. So, no, is there yeah, one it's
1: it's... still the bubblegum? The bubblegum, yeah. we, we did the bubblegum with a fat hog, and, and mm. it's still the best yielder and best toned and everything from all of the strains. Yeah, everybody wants the US strains now, the Cali and the cookies and everything. But for me, the bubblegum, man, I never had bigger yields and better quality than that strain. Yeah.
0: I'm a big advocate of, uh, say, what old school, old school v. new school. I mean, you see a lot of the – they were on the forums, a lot of growers, and I often talk about them. They, they do jump into these new strains, but then they end up back with the White Widows, the Northern Lights, the bubble Bubblegums, the Criticals. Yeah, man. They're just, well,
1: more, they're just stronger and more stable.
0: Exactly. It, that That's the key. It sounds and, like you've um,
1: been boots on the ground for a while. I've been, I've been growing it for nine years and in different locations as well. So I did about – 60 grows with that strain so i know it from the inside out you know exactly what to do
2: could i ask if you um if because there's a bit of a rumor should we say about bubblegum originally was it something for yourself that uh you enjoyed for a bubblegum flavor or did you see it kind of develop as the stickiest resinous bud at the time yeah it's not a bubblegum flavor yeah <laughs> definitely not
1: it's 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 like more kush kush kind of flavor but it's so hard like a real bubblegum it's it's hard compact and it's sticky i think the bubblegum does no it's not with flavor
2: that's i think that's one of the kind of modern rabbit holes that's been developed people necessarily don't know the full backstory of how the name bubblegum came about so when they no. hear bubblegum, they think bazooka gum flavor, or like, Yeah. Yeah, baseball yeah. card gum.
1: Yeah, no. Here in Holland, the bubblegum, no, that's that's one from the old days. It's probably just a phenotype from a northern light with something else.
2: Because we didn't
1: have so much strings
2: back in the days. I just that's... wanted to get that firsthand, to be quite yeah. honest, because that's really valuable information for myself. Yeah, I haven't been in, in the don't... scene long enough to... Justify in those, a story I've heard. In those
1: days, it, um, I was working with uh, No Mercy and you had Sensi Seeds and a couple of other guys, but the genetic pool was really small. We, yeah. we didn't have maybe 50 strains altogether.
0: Mm. I remember I talked about a book, I've got a book, I keep saying I'm going to find it, I don't, and it come out one particular year with like the popular strains that year, the book was, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years old, but it just happened to be the year, like you say, it was, you you could see that genetic pool, it had the criticals, the black dominors, um, the ices, there was just a select, when you look through today's genetics, they often fall back to, or direct back to, a a very small pool of very good old school strains, like I say, bubble gum would definitely have been in there, so yeah,
1: yeah. It's... bubble gum is so stable and you can put it into anything if you have a like a strain that's not working well for you or it's not dense enough or it doesn't have enough yield just put it back with the bubble gum and it will always you always find the right phenotype in there
0: yeah fair play so um that's what you just said there putting them into different things so did you what's your opinion on um different lights affecting different strains because we're seeing a big difference now. A lot of people saying you know, these new wave of the white LED, like the Samsung chips, uh, the Horticultural chips, that you know they're seeing strange do different things under different lights. Which is obviously a given. But over the years, obviously that's not, the LEDs haven't been there forever. Do you think that that no, is a factor, or
1: I don't? I don't know. I'm not an LED grower. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I'm. I'm like I said. My 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 parents are farmers. We have greenhouses. We grow strawberries and tomatoes and that kind of stuff. And mm. um, if I see them using new stuff, then it works because yeah. these are big industrial growers. If they, then nobody here is into led. Yeah. Yeah. The small growers at home, cause I can see the advantages of not having the heat of HPS. No, that's, there's, there's a lot of advantages. Yeah, I know, but I don't see it in big industrial companies right now. Yeah. So I think in the future it will work for now. No, no,
0: so no, fair play. It sounds very old school style of growing, and, and that's that's what I'm all about. I do like. I have three. I've switched to LED recently, but I mean, I do. I like my old genetics. I like my, my old lighting. So, yeah, it sounds like that. That's exactly what you're into. So,
1: yeah, i the, the the best thing for me is outdoor growing. Still,
0: yeah. But well, you've seen it's not natural.
1: Um, yeah, and I I you know I work in in different countries. I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff in South America right now, and in the Caribbean area and the sun and the humidity we have one grow it's uh, in the amazon forest but the yeah. sun and 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 the forest around us does something to the plants this quality and this flavor these terpene profiles they are so much better than every indoor grown weed mm. it's insane so from that point i'm i'm really convinced that outdoor is still the way to go
0: yeah i just wish we could we i'm in the world outdoor we get either a very hot summer when well, it's normally short-lived or it's raining and, and humid it's not obviously you could try and grow strains and we'll shoot it to the, the latitude but it's yeah.
1: but you guys are in the uk we are based in holland outdoor season here was really shit this yeah. year was so bad i didn't get anything because i do outdoor growth just because i like it here in holland mm. but everything was full of mold this year yeah there's too much rain too much humidity
0: it seems to be getting hotter summers, but it seems to be going hand-in-hand hand with humidity, doesn't it? The last few yeah. years of what I've seen, so...
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And if you're, if you're on the equator, like in Caribbean area and, and uh, the north of South America, it's totally different, man. You have 1212 and the same climate, 365 days a year. Mm. It's so different.
0: Yeah, no, that'd be a dream to grow in a place like that. But unfortunately, I'm stuck in the south of England, so tents and lights is the way forward for me. So, I mean, um, it
1: works, but I, I can see it with the flavor, man. The flavor and the yeah. smoke. I, I had the same. I, I worked in Morocco for some time. But if you're on in the mountains of Morocco and you smoke some of the outdoor grown weed or hashish there, with the sun going down, the effect gives, yeah. Uh, how do you call it? I don't know, man. It's different. You
2: feel the connection that yeah. you don't have with the indoor grown.
0: it's yeah, no, it, it,
2: interesting, it, man. Connection. Uh, yeah, the in, in the earth, it,
0: it, you
1: can tune into it. There's there's something different to it. It's it's grown by sunlight, by rain, by everything. If you smoke it, it's it gives a total different experience. Probably the setting as well. You know, if you're up in the mountains, looking over a field with the sun going down, smoking some, <laughs> you're already you in look. nirvana. You're just
2: kind of splitting yeah. a cherry on top. Yeah, that that could be it as well.
0: It's, it's a true, you're seeing the natural um, expression of a plant outdoor though, aren't you, as well, which we're just not getting, but indoor, we're trying to beat plants into certain shapes to get the most from them for small areas inside these little boxes. I'm looking at one next to me now, and it, yeah, you get a true expression. And as a breeding standpoint, that must be important for you to be able to see them in a the natural setting. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: And with, yeah, well, with outdoor grown, it's it. You you always succeed, you know, Indoor Mm. is difficult because you control the environment, the light, nutrients, everything. Everything has to be right.
2: It's really difficult. Not to say that your genetics will only perform outside, but is your selection process mainly focused on outdoor-grown plants?
1: No, no, no. No, that's not it. Because for outdoor-grown, in the areas where we are are at, we have to uh, adapt uh, the genetics to the climate. Because okay. if, we, if we take our genetics that we have here now in the packages and we bring them over to those warm countries, they will not be productive.
2: That's, That's interesting. interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you're so almost do... going to
2: have to have regional versions of your named strains. Well, what, what we do there is because uh, it's
0: a
1: legal grow. I have in Amazon, it's uh, license there. It's we took seeds and we made mothers from it. Then we, we started blooming them, but we saw that it wasn't good. So we did a seed run in that climate. So the, the seeds adapted to the climate. The, the second generation was so much better than the first one. Then we did a third generation again from those seeds and the third generation was perfect. That was so good. So you really have to adapt them to those, to those environments. That's, That's really good.
0: interesting. I I
2: yeah, kind of wonder <laughs> if they're picking up uh, a microbiome through the generations that the, the native species of uh, fungi I think so bacteria the, are first, communicating. the first
1: ones that I took from on the airplane with me they grew about two feet tall and then we did a seed run so that generation grew about three feet tall and the generation that we made from those seeds man, they were about six, seven feet tall
0: they were going to full
2: stride.
1: Yeah. And that's, well, if, if you want to grow in those areas, you need to have seeds that are produced in those areas that are yeah. adapted to those climates.
0: It's nice to hear, Ro, as well. We often say it's a lot of breeders will try and rush strains to get on the latest, like, say, the, you know, the Cali strains or whichever one's sort of out there everyone's talking about. But it's obviously you're putting a lot of legwork in, and that's halfway around the world, and you're doing free runs to, to get it dialed into the environment. So it's very nice to hear that that you're doing that.
1: Yeah. It's not to say that well, some breeders we,
0: aren't, but I think that some things are rushed sometimes in today's industry, aren't they? I mean
1: No nah, man, to, to make a new strain will take you at least twelve months. Yeah. You just put A and B together, then you select it for the right phenotype that you want, you make seeds from it, then you have to grow those seeds under horrible conditions yeah. to see if they've if they turn to hermaphrodite or not. So Everybody can do a perfect grow, but these seeds, you know, they end up with people that just started growing. So for them, they don't control the environment as as professional people do. So for them, the seeds should be good as well. And you have to
2: be lucky if you can do it in one year. Yeah. That's refreshing to hear, man, that you put them through their paces before they get into the hands of the person who's going to make that mistake. Because a lot of people, they breed for perfection and not for the majority of people starting out.
1: Yeah, well, I I'm not doing this on my own. I'm no. The, the secret is I have a big group of growers around me, and many of them are crap. They really don't know how to grow, so I just give them the seeds, and if they can do it, then anybody can do it.
0: field yeah. <laughs> testing. It's are you talking honest. about the forum? Like... <laughs> <laughs> That's why we got them seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. no man
1: i really have people here that that are growing for 10 15 years and they still don't know how yeah they just fuck up totally and if the seeds are still stable in their grow rooms yeah
2: then i'm ready to release them
0: <laughs> this is it i like that role.
2: <laughs> i just noticed all them trophies in the cabinet behind you i know as well. i've
0: been having a good look we'll try and look yeah just oh, a yeah. few awards in.
2: yeah it's just uh i have more
1: but I don't have another cabinet.
0: <laughs> uh, change around.
1: Um, <laughs> I have to buy a new
2: one. There winning trophies quicker than you're winning uh, than you're buying cabinets.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, we, we spoke to Chiba because I know that you work closely with Chiba when you first come into the UK.
1: Believe. Yeah, yeah, Steve is awesome. Steve oh. is my mate. Yeah.
0: He was saying about the uh, the first cup over here, wasn't it? CBD Cup. I think you got
1: uh, you yeah. both yeah. worked <laughs> together on
0: and got a prize okay. in that. Yeah. yeah, Birmingham.
1: Yeah, that's in there at the bottom, the the
0: white thing. see. it. I can, yeah, I can see it for the picture now, yeah. So that's how we sort of got to know you with with, with, with Chiba. So we worked closely with Chiba for a long time and then and, and they said, you know, we've uh, got genetics were spot on and i would known about you, but uh, yeah, it's uh, they. I've grown a few now and you've got some mad colours in your stuff, haven't you? Which is definitely yeah. a love like that. I've done the rainbow candy myself and I don't think I've ever seen colours like it. It, it was, there was no. every shade that I think I'd seen on another plant was on that plant. It was mad. Yeah,
1: yeah we, we, we could select that one, but I just prefer not to. Yeah. Because I have the mothers of those, and I could select the mothers in color, so make a purple rainbow or a pink rainbow, but I just prefer to keep it rainbow.
0: Yeah. No, definitely, it's, it is, it's It's beautiful, beautiful. But you also now onto strains. Because we spoke about the strains. You do have a very wide selection of strains, running from old school. What we, what I would say, is old school, up to some real new genetics. some new names and, and new uh, genetics in there. But you've also now recently, they're all in auto, and you're now doing a double XL as well in the thousands yeah. of some of them. That's so,
1: that's uh, the advantage that I have of working in South America on a big scale. Yeah. Because other outer flowerings are so difficult. You cannot make mothers from it. You cannot cut clones. So you always have to sow and, and inside the field, you have to check for the right phenotype and take that one on the spot right then and there. But mm-hmm. it's the outer flowers, you really need some big location to, to process some good outer flowerings.
0: Yeah. It's just, is, it, is it is it difficult to bring? your main genetics into auto flower. like i say if you go rainbow candy there's a rainbow candy auto if you go with caro kush there's an auto of it. it the way that you've done it now is just, it's really nice because i often say with people with autos it, if you for me to dedicate a 2.4 by 1.2 tent to something like that to mm. a full um I, I like to try the auto first and you know it's not going to be exactly the same as a photo period because it, it's going to have slightly more genetics but it's, it's a good way to see that plant and then i'll go and wow. do eight of the photo
1: no, I don't think so. Because <coughs> the flowerings, they are okay, but it changes a lot. Yeah. In the, in the flavor, in in genetics, the making it autoflowering changes a lot. It for me, you can't compare it. If you put an autoflowering next to a photo period from the same strain, it will be totally different weed.
0: Yeah. No fair play. But is it yeah, difficult I, to translate what you do, do?
1: Just for people that that don't have the ability to grow indoor, you know to yes. do an outdoor flowering on the balcony or somewhere in the garden or what. But I don't prefer to grow them.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of what I say to people as well is they it's good for outdoors here because you only get a short summer. But I just yeah. think it's nice that you do have the varieties, um, you know, running through your, your entire, entire set of strains, so...
2: Yeah, just
1: so, no, I haven't been breeding for the last six months. I have been breeding, but those projects failed. Yeah. I wasn't satisfied with uh, the end outcome. You know, we were making some new strains, but I wasn't satisfied with them, so we're not going to launch them.
0: Yeah. No, again, it's just refreshing to hear, because I know a lot of... I don't want to say I know, I'd imagine that a lot of breeders are just in it to make money and turn things out as fast as possible. So it's, it's nice to know. But, I mean, it's not because you're sponsoring a forum, the forum, genetics are there. We've done the grow-off. You can see, people can see the genetics. There's probably yeah. a good 20, 30 diaries now, I'd imagine, over the space that you've been with us on the forum, detailed diaries yep. and... They're good genetics man They're very yeah that's
2: good i kind of always wanted to ask a breeder firsthand about keeping male plants is that something you'd be happy to enlighten I us do. about i do yeah because we do we do uh when we do the breeding we have the
1: regular seed runs so those are not feminized so from every strain that we have we ha- do have the regular ones just in case the mothers die or get stolen or get
2: taken by the cops then we can germinate new seeds and start up again. And so do you hold any male plants? Like, do you test any males and then kind of try and revert them back to a veg state to hold them as studs? No, No, No? we don't.
1: No, we just make the regular seed one. So we just take one male, one female uh, from the same batch. So we do just one batch of seeds from that batch. We take the male and the female, we take, we make a new batch of regular seeds, and those we keep in stock for genetic purposes.
2: Nice. Okay, that's cool, man. I like that. So you're definitely focused on uh, feminized seeds being released to the market. Yeah, well, you know,
1: um, I had some bad experience with regular seeds, so I'm not doing it anymore. Mm. I was working on an outdoor strain. It's the MAF that we have, and the outdoor strain is difficult because you can only test it outdoors. You yeah. can only see if it's perfect outdoors. So it takes you a full season to see what phenotype was the best one, then select it. So we cut clones, we keep them indoor, we we, grow, we bloom it outdoor, see which one was the best, and then proceed with that one. So it took six years to mix in the semi-autoflowering to make it perfect. After six years, we released some regular seeds. Man, people just copied it, mm-hmm. and they just fucked up the market. They yeah. just took the seeds, they just put a male and female together, and then they start offering those seeds to anybody for shitty prices. With six years of work down the drain.
0: Yeah. I'm not doing that again. I don't blame you, mate. There's a lot of things we spoke recently to a kit manufacturer, and it's just a lot of people will piggyback off of other people's hard work for it. Yeah, money these days. It's a real shame to see.
1: I have I have people like small growers or other breeders asking me about if we have regular genetics. Yeah, we do have them, and no, I don't sell them. Yeah, because I know you will put a male and a female together and just put make a seed run out of it and sell it for cheap shit. Yeah,
0: things are reasonably priced anyway, Ro. I mean, you, you you are very reasonably priced your seeds for the quality, and um, you could give away free seeds anyway. I mean, was it every five pack you're getting two, every three pack you're getting one. Yeah someone to try and rip you off it's for it's not yeah it's just some oh, morals man, out there mate no morals it's
1: so much hard work man you know let, let's say I, I will put a bubble gum with a haze make a bubble haze man th- that will take at least the, the run to cross it then the seeds we all have to bloom them and cut clones from every plant and see which one was the best then that one we can work with so that's six months out uh, then you start feminizing them so that's nine months Then you have to test the batch if it's okay or not. If it's not okay, it's back to the drawing board. And it's one year's of work down the drain. Yeah, yeah. So if everything is perfect, then you can do it in 12 months. And it's 12 months of not making any money at all in your
0: grow room. Yeah. That's a grow room
1: where you could could have done four runs of weed and just sold it to a coffee shop.
0: Mm. And someone can come along with the regular seeds and do that very quickly and ripping what we wouldn't but even then it's still going to carry through different traits unless I'm mistaken anyway it's not going to be it's going to hold all the genetics from both sides isn't it so it's, yeah. it's not going to be identical to what you had in the first place anyway so then it ends up maybe giving the strain a bad name because it isn't what you've put the year into of selectively no. hunting it out yes. so definitely yeah no, that's a shame there's, it's, there's it's, no
1: money in, there's no money in breeding if you have yeah. real breeders they do it for the love and the passion but not for the money
2: yeah
0: So with love and passion, I could move on to some strains. Is there any standout strains for you that have been more popular um, recently? I I can already name a couple, but I'll let you go first. uh, That that you've really enjoyed or are doing really well at the moment.
1: Yeah, well, it's still the Americans. It's, uh, you know, it's it's the watermelon crosses, uh, the Wi-Fi crosses. Those are doing well. And I get it. I get it. Because I just did a watermelon wedding cake run. We cut it about two weeks ago and I have another one that's going down next week. Yeah. I see the flavor and the colors and everything in there. I know why people like it. It's it's
0: good stuff. Yeah. So I was going to say uh, the brain damage was one um, that I know a few of ours have been very, very GMO here. Can hardly talk some on some of the podcasts because he's spoken too much of it but oh yeah.
1: man i know that's why we <laughs> call it brain damage because yeah. we we have a group of friends and my friends work with me now so we we from friends we all had the same passion about growing weed and now we're just all working together within growers choice yeah. and we did we did the, the brain damage the before it had a name it didn't have a name yet so we did we, we made the brain damage we did a run we just cured it and then we smoked it at my friend's living room and one of the guys just passed out. He just <laughs> passed out and he, he woke up and he couldn't say his own name anymore. He was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's some proper brain damage, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, fair play. It is. is. uh, The people that have grown it, it's definitely, definitely, because it was advertised real high THC percent. And again, it's one of them ones, I think some breeders put labels on packets, but I mean, it definitely definitely. was true with that one. It was fried a few brains.
1: It's not just the THC. There's something in it. Because if you have the weed and you look at it, it's not snow white. It's not like crystals falling off. But when you smoke it, just something happens, man. It just fries your brain.
2: I was trying to describe the flavor on, I think it was the last Friday night hangout we were having. And it's almost got like a sweet fermentation smell to it. Yeah. And taste. Yeah. It's almost like a floral white wine. It's really yeah. interesting flavor. But when it it's hits, a white... it's like... It's just
1: a white strain. And it's not like you say it's tropical or it's fruity. It's It's just a white strain with something to it. I, I can't explain what
2: it is. I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. It's almost like when you smell somebody was drinking white wine from an empty glass. You couldn't say yeah. what the wine was, but that's there's like a sweet fermentation smell to it. Yeah,
1: it's good. Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like okay, that was a good wine. I don't know what it was, but it was good.
0: Yeah. That's what a lot of the newer genetics are bringing over, though. I've done a few uh, new strains, and you can't put your fingers on the smells like you used to be able to. And for me, I really like the old school ones when you really know you've got a proper skunk or... A the real skunk, ...blueberry. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, the, like the real old blueberry. But you can really... These days, there's so many tinges, which, is as you say, you, with the watermelon crosses and the Wi-Fi crosses, people do like that. I mean, they, they like this these mixes, and, and there's this, it's, it's, you don't sort of know what you're going to get until you've grown it. Obviously, that's the same, but there's the, the bubble gums and that. If you've grown, you're grown, you know what you're going to get. the stable. I definitely like my old school, but, yeah, it's... Mad, but I know that that strain of I think was it uh, other one? What what, what ones are in the um grow off GMO? And the that was watermelon wedding cake, wasn't it? Double XL, yeah. Yeah. Uh, tropical cookies, yeah, that went down well. That's oh, Uh, yeah,
1: man, the the, deadly the tropical cookies (laughs) is deadly. I know it's got proper interesting flavor, yeah, and phenotype difference because I think there's uh, there's three main phenotypes in there, and one. That you don't see that much but they're all they're all awesome you have like the, the purple one the pink one and the white one mm. it's different they're all different
2: yeah it almost tastes like um when a bananas almost rotten it's it's really sweet but it's really yeah. got that like banana taste
1: the sugars are there yeah i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had the same we had a batch of, of tropical cookies I think about four weeks ago finished and we smoked it as well and we were like mm. wow
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i've got a lot of your strains on my hit list now and that's strange for me because normally i'll have, I'll have like an, a new strain and then i'll still do like say your skittles or something i'll do an old school strain or try and you know, go down a, a kush or an afghan or something but no I'll, I'll seem to be so i'm seeing them all down the forum at the moment is what it is people are flashing in my face so yeah oh, i definitely want
1: to the, the old school strains again I would Mm. love to bring back all the old ones but all these genetics are in the police station i think we will get them back because we have a strong case because they caught us and they didn't find anything so they will probably have to give everything back but are they still okay you know after four or five years somewhere in a police station i don't know i would love to have those back and start start working with the old ones again
0: yeah as you said, it's the it's same with the legality and what we have to go through. I mean, people like yourself is 10 times, what well, a thousand times what we have to go through, as people like myself and GMO say, it, but it's just jumping through hoops for something yeah. that in other places is completely legal. It's madness, isn't it? I mean, it's absolute madness, especially when it's well, proven to help people yeah. in certain ways.
1: Police just caught on to us and they took everything and I said, OK, the selling stock, OK, you can have that. That's, that's the stock that we made. You can have that. But the genetic pool, that's different. That's not part of the selling stock. So there are many boxes here in the fridge are not meant to be sold. So you can't just destroy those. Because I know that they destroyed the selling stock. But they, I, I told my lawyer and, and the police as well, don't destroy these boxes. This yeah. is not selling stock.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope you get them back, mate. I really do. Yeah, I mean, years do them, and years have gone into that, so...
1: Yeah, from every continent in the world, everything is there.
0: So you, you said travel, you do travel around to find genetics, and is that what like land race they're looking for, or are you just testing in these climates?
1: Um, both, actually, because when I'm somewhere in a different country and I see some strains performing really good in those countries, I would like to take their genetics and mix it with our genetics to get strains that are even better for those climates.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah as you say it's nice that you do that it really is so yeah um just going down here so is there any upcoming strains that we're not aware of i know we we were very lucky enough to get the double excel autos before release um you're very kind to do that and that's what the grow up was is there anything on the horizon? It must be difficult with the, the way that the world's going at the moment for
1: Yeah, the COVID fucked up. That's that's a thing, you know. It's it's just because of the COVID, I wasn't able we had some strains and I wasn't satisfied with it. And our our main where we where we research everything and develop everything was locked down until now. So it was yeah. locked down from end of March until now. Yeah. So I haven't been at the farm for well, six months now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there are strains there, but when when we were able to do we launch then? Mm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think March or April from next year. Yeah. Because the seeds are there, the seeds are finished, but I need to do a test flow. So and I can't get them here to Holland.
0: That's it, it's gonna be a problem, is it, if it's not yeah. I remember speaking to you actually. Um, early on you said about the yeah, that issue where you lost a film yeah. or something. I remember saying to GMO? I mean, imagine losing the field. I mean, how many seeds on a plant? I don't know, but I mean, we, we we all get our little seed stashes. We're so proud of it with like fifty seeds in it. I mean, there must be millions in a field. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> on
2: that
1: one it was about two million. <laughs>
0: oh my god! Dang. I'm not laughing. At it. it's, it's, it's like oh, laugh. Yeah, bro.
1: I can I can laugh at it now, but it's fucked up. And all mm. the mothers died. All the clones died. Everything. It's it's just empty now. The farm is empty. So we had some seed runs. That are in the fridge there, it's not big quantities for for a seat company. Yeah. But it's still enough to launch new strains. But I have to test them, man. So I have to get on the airplane, get those seats here and test them. Because I won't launch before they are tested.
0: Yeah. No, and hats off to you for, for that. And and it's, that can go a long way with people listening. Because... As I keep saying, it's not. I, I don't know the ins and outs of breedings, but I do know that I know a lot of people do rush things, and then we end up paying the ten pounds or seed, five pounds a seed, wasting six months, and it's something. It's rushed. It's it, you know, it's a long time for someone who's doing yeah. it legally to try and get uh, free smoke or medicine, whatever they're doing it for. Yeah, you definitely. something hurt me out in week five through no fault of your own, or just not produce. Yes. So well,
1: it, it it happens, you know, because that's that's a problem because every seed can hurt me. Yeah. And as stable as it as it is, man, just give me the most stable strain in the world. I will make it Hermie. That's our job. That's, that's what we do as breeders.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's, it's, I have some customers as well. So we we sell about twenty thousand seeds and, and it's it's ten thousand happy people, and one of them comes back, yeah, I've got Hermi. Yeah, that's shit, dude. But then you probably treated them really bad.
0: Mm. I'm it good Back in the day, there was a, another company that was uh, doing loads of bits and bobs and everyone seems to be buying their seeds. Going back about 10, 12 years now. And, everyone, and then again, it was the same. There was a lot of hermies, but I was saying, well, for you know the, the amount of seeds they sell, there's always going to be someone who's got a light league or someone that's doing something just stupidly wrong. Now, if you've got yeah. 10 people growing or 1,000 people growing one strain, then there's less chance of the 10 people than the 1,000. And as you say, you're selling yeah. a lot of seeds now. So you are going to get people that don't know what they're doing or are having issues. In the
1: yeah. Yeah. And no, the, pro- I mean, the problem is always with the, the, the people that are satisfied, they just send you a WhatsApp or an email, like, dude, this yeah. was perfect. But the guys that had a Hermie that really don't know how to grow, they will fuck you up on the internet. They will start yeah. writing bullshit on forums, leaving bad reviews everywhere. Yeah. That's just nasty, man. I hate those people.
0: It's the thing. It's, it's just...
1: I, know, I know I have a thousand satisfied customers of this train, and I have one or two guys that just fucked it up, and they will give you a bad reputation.
0: That's terrible. They can do that very quickly in many places now in the day of social media. So, it is yeah, certain, definitely. But I'll say it from the forum. I mean, I don't know. As I say, the, the, GMO, there must be 20, 30 diaries now, and there's not been a bad one. So, as far as a community of growers, I mean, we'd stand behind Growers' us in that regard as the quality and the plants themselves every day of the week. So,
1: yeah, I do too, you know, because we grow them ourselves and to be honest, we sell them to people that you don't want to mess with. If if I wasn't sure about
2: my case, I wouldn't have sold to that kind of people, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
2: that's a big statement, man. Like you stand behind your products, which is yeah, yeah, definitely really good.
1: Definitely. Because yes. you, you can't take the risk if if some legal grower in the US buys like two hundred thousand seats off of you and you know that you're selling them shit. You know how much trouble you will get into. Yeah. That's impossible, man. You need to be sure if you sell to people like that. You really need to be sure.
0: Of course you do, and, and it's, as I say, it's, a lot of people would look at the two hundred thousand seeds in a quick pound note or a quick yeah, bit of money, just
1: make some quick bucks. Yeah, then they're out. Money.
0: Doing it for longevity, and, then, and yeah, you know, the, the strains you continue to release the strains that you do have, and Instagrams are now. I mean, I remember when we when we first started talking. I mean, I definitely knew the strains are everywhere, but they are everywhere now. By his mm. choice. i mean everyone's jumping all over them so it's, yeah it's and we're not
1: doing anything about marketing because mm. i'm old school man i'm a grower you know <laughs> so i just want to grow i don't want to be with my face on instagram and yeah. facebook and i don't know what i'm i'm not into that so it's just this is just growing
2: by people talking about it yeah
1: so instead it. of a big marketing budget and pushing it out there
2: yeah well, you're spending the money on actually working your genetics instead, yeah. and I think people respect that. I'm just doing what I love, you know. It's it's
1: just it's a dream come true to have this as a job. Yeah,
0: passion comes through talking to you, well, it really does. You you can say Yeah,
1: I, I not I had my wife. My wife is is always because I'm working so hard. I work twenty hours a day, seven days yeah. a week, and she's always when are you going to stop? I said, really, why would I stop doing something that I love? I'm going to be doing this till i'm 80 or 90 years yeah. old for sure yeah 89
0: years old in the amazon having it large <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <I Just> still... <laughs> enjoying the weather everything yeah
0: mate i still think that's cool as anything growing in the amazon i just yeah. i'm a fisherman as well so growing and fishing, yeah, and fishing the amazon have a have a rod in the, in, in the uh in, in the river over there while looking at the plants in the field under a tropical sun
1: yeah, I do the same. I, ju- I just grow all week, and Saturday I stop at about three o'clock in the afternoon, and Sunday is fishing day.
0: Always, it's living the life, living the life. Yeah, always. So, but yeah. So um, I don't take up too much more of your time, Rob. I know that you've worked very hard to get onto this interview. with The troubles we had getting you on, and you don't normally do them. So um, but um, as far as the uh, site goes, obviously you are doing by five, you get two seeds. By three, you get one. You do do bulk as yep. well, which I think everyone's aware of. So um... yeah,
1: the bulk we're gonna stop uh, doing it for now because we have some legal issues here in Holland with the bulk. Okay. Because so we have to take it off of the website. We will still be selling them, uh, not on the website. But if people just send us an email or call or whatever, then it's no issue. But on the website, you just leave evidence that you're, uh, how do you call it in English, Um, helping big big criminals to
0: grow. Yeah, and um, then ignoring the fact there's a legal market the other side of the Atlantic though, it's quite mad, isn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah, they're ignoring that. I know we we're working with lawyers to get around that, but it's yeah, it, it's not not it's hard to be in Holland. Yeah, with all the new regulations coming in here.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, it was such. Again, I'm speaking from ignorance because of where I am, but it seemed to be the most forward country for a very long time in regards yeah. to. This type of thing. For
1: 20 years, and now it's backwards. Yeah. Now it's the worst country to be in with this stuff. They, they can, man. Even grow shops here. If, if you, if you sell something like nutrients to a grower, then you're illegal. You're helping him out, so you're a part of it. That's that was a new law about two years ago. Now they have the same law and they adjusted it. If you have nutrients on stock that are could be used for cannabis, then they could just fine you throw you in, in jail. That's a new law in
0: Holland. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, so think, over here, they're getting pretty lax now. Not that they've changed any laws, but they're definitely less attention and less time and effort being spent on trying to get people in trouble over here. But it seems to be going the right way. But as you said with Holland, you don't know. You don't know where you're going to end up. So.
1: Everybody thinks that it's paradise here, that it's legal to grow and legal to smoke. But mm. just to be honest, it's better to be in the UK at this point.
0: Really. Yeah. That's mad. Too. She's of it like yeah, that I'm as mad. a breeder. So. Growers
1: here, do you know if, if you get caught with 10 plants in your house, you will be kicked out of your house and you will be blacklisted so you won't get a new house. Your, your boss will fire you. You will get a, a fine that's crazy. For 10 plants here, you get about 10,000 pounds fine that is mad man you lose your house you lose your job you lose everything
0: so for nothing it takes a lot of the ground testing away by doing that because it puts the fear into people doesn't it so a lot yeah of the ground testing by home growers out there I'm you know, not just the, the, the badness of it is it then fuels a black market and that's my argument for over here by doing what they're doing well, but by i mean it's, if, if they make it so getting so much trouble with big fines for me to question what i do as a hobby to go and pay someone out on the street for it instead, which I'm going to do then if I can't do it myself. Yeah. It just makes it no sense.
1: There's, there's not many growers yeah. here because, to be honest, the, on the black market, prices of cannabis have gone up here yeah. and they increased by about 50% because everybody just stopped growing. Yeah, It's just too much, you know. In in the past, then, then you would just get like 200, 300 quid fine and that's it. Now, you lose everything. Yeah. So many of the home growers, but many of the big boys as well, everybody just stopped and prices are increasing rapidly here.
0: Yeah. So the thing is, everyone seems to be growing here, but the prices still increase. I think it's just a greedy country. Oh, you've, got the, the, you've got the Cali uh, phase where they've got the, the tins and that. I don't know if you've seen that over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People paying mad money for tins, but it's probably grown three streets up in someone's loft. They've just <laughs> put it in a tuna tin <laughs> <laughs> and charge you £800. Here. <laughs> we yeah, are,
1: the same, yeah, the coffee yeah. shops do the same. They charge you double because it's a tin, because it's yeah. original from Cali. No, fuck that. It's
0: not from Cali. We spoke to someone in one of our first ever interviews and they uh, they work in a legal grow over there. And he was saying that the stuff that is actually Cali, which 99% of it isn't, is the stuff that doesn't pass quality testing. Yep. That's the stuff That's that, that gets it. sent over here. So if they are buying it and it is genuine Cali, it's the stuff that they wouldn't sell over there anyway. So, yep. it's a mad well be we living. So, yeah. But, um, no, I, I think that'll do well. I don't take up too much of your day. It's Friday and, um,
2: but one no, of my favourite questions is, oh. uh, is there anything that we didn't ask that you wish yeah. we had?
1: Not seeing. This is my first interview. I have no idea because I don't have the experience
0: <laughs> to say. No, It's just anything to, with the company, yourself coming up. I mean, obviously, it's very difficult with the Corona stuff, but...
1: No, people will see. People see. Yeah, no, yeah, we will be launching the new website in about four weeks. And with that, we're going to be launching lots of material, like okay. uh, movies from Groves, pictures, because I have so much, man. I have about 900 uh, movies and pictures from Groves that we did from all mm-hmm. of the strains. So they will be launched with the new website in about a month or so.
2: Oh, that'll be good. That'll be cool.
0: That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be definitely yeah. waiting for that. Oh,
1: yeah. We'll yeah. You some the, over the thing- as
0: well from the... Sorry.
1: I think people that will visit the new website and see uh, all the strains having movies and everything that will keep them on the website for a long time. Yeah, because there's so much information on the new one.
0: It's good to see see them in real environments as well, isn't it? That's the other thing. It's good to see yeah. people doing it in real tents or outdoor, or however they doing it. But real growers growing real plants. Yeah, I mean, like, that's exactly. the thing. Is you get the Instagram age, I call them leaf pickers. You only ever see the very best plant, and they've even taken off the damage, clipped off the damage edges and zips of the leaves but to see real grows in 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 depth that's what i love about forums forums are old school but you you can't really get away from it when you're doing a diary if it starts going bad you've got to continue the diary you know so you get to see the good and bad but as far as the forum goes well a massive thank you again you've you looked after us like no one else ever had up to that point man and it's 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 enabled a lot of growers to grow good genetics
1: yeah Um, but thank you guys as well for being there man yeah because you know i don't do anything on on social media or instagram or whatever yeah. and you guys are there so yeah, thank we, you we try and so share well.
0: everything we can for you all the grows and that and we're going to be doing another grow off in january i think another one from not the double XLs from some of the other ones so we're going to keep rotating you're going to be seeing grow off after grow off, i think because there's still a fridge next to me with an awful lot of seeds in it <laughs> we do honestly i think we give out like we give mountain out packs of freeze and we do, we do an insane amount of competitions, but we like to give growers decent genetics. And at least five packs of your seeds are one a week, minimum on that forum. And that's been going on since you started because of what yeah,
1: you have so, every week. Yeah, oh, that's every cool, man. single
0: week. So massive thank you, man. And uh, thank you for your time and getting involved yeah. today. And yeah, hopefully with the world change, we might see you at a show or something. We want to start doing them. And, and maybe if uh-huh. we get back to that, or...
1: Let's, ho- let's hope next year let's, let's yeah. hope we have some, some cannabis shows everywhere because I'm bored man I miss it it's yeah. just we, we always party at the shows
2: Yeah.
1: then it's me and all of my guys we're away from the wives and we're away from the kids <laughs> we're, we're like somewhere in Berlin or in the UK for 6-7 days so it's yeah. always partying we, we really miss it now yeah
0: yeah so happy days nice. alright so thank you Rob and everyone check out Growers Choice. Growers Choice uh, on Facebook, Instagram, obviously the main website, growerschoice.nl. Um, the proper Growers Choice. I won't say anymore unless Roy wants to. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, thank you, Roll, And um, we'll speak to you. I'll no doubt speak to you soon. I'll get you some pictures yeah, over great. from that graph as well.
1: So. I'm okay, man. Cool, man. Hey, thank
0: you later.
2: very much for taking the time, dude. Yeah.